Hey, Marie, how's it going? It's going well. Although you might notice my voice is like a little lower than normal or a little croakier than normal. It's a little husky today. <laughs> it's a little husky. It's in my husky voice. Um, <laughs> I had a dinner last night. An invest- it's actually an investor dinner, which is interesting. I'm not hungover, but it was very, very noisy, like the environment. So I was, I was mm. shouting a lot. So my voice is kind of a little bit wrecked today. But it was, it was good. Like it was a good dinner. Salama Life has some investors. We got investment last year, 2022, just a small pre-seed round. And our investor put on a dinner last night, which was fantastic. And what they do is they invite their portfolio companies. So a portfolio. So the investor has a portfolio of companies and we are in that portfolio, hence the name mm-hmm. portfolio company. And they invite all their companies to have a, have a dinner. And it's just a nice social event where you know, you can get to chat to other founders as well who are experiencing similar difficulties and challenges to you. And I came away with like some really great ideas. So it was a great night. Just uh, hard on the voice. That's all. (laughs) How are you? What's going on? I'm doing uh, doing really well. I think uh, last week we talked a lot about me like moving over to Substack and how that's going. And that's uh, continued for, you know, for my newsletter, that's continued to go really well. So I had my second issue went out this week through Substack and seeing like some of the paid subscription model seems to be like, it's obviously kind of early days, but there's Mm -hmm. a lot of promise there, which is really exciting. I've, it's like, I have all this mental energy, like I'm, I'm being rejuvenated by the progress that's kind of happening there and getting excited about the newsletter. Because I think, I don't remember if I talked about this last time, but a lot of the time I use the Do app, uh, D-U-E, to remind me every week, like, don't forget to do the newsletter. And that's how I've been able to continue yep. doing it every single week for like two years. Because that every single Monday night that pops up and I have my hard rule of never dismiss it until it's done. And so a lot of the time I end up writing my newsletter like at one in the morning, like Monday night before it Mm -hmm. goes out, like Tuesday morning. Um, And one thing that's changed, and this will probably maybe fade a little bit with time, but I have like three drafts in like written up of like future newsletters, like things I'm excited to post about. And I never have been that far ahead before, but there's just like all this like energy and excitement within me about the platform change. Yeah. And like just the idea of not having to chase down and schedule sponsors and deal with all that. Just like, oh, I have this paid subscription model and then I can kind of ignore it and just focus on making a really good newsletter and then kind of let people know like, hey, this exists. But most of you are just going to be free, which is fine. And I'm going to make this newsletter as good as I can make it. So that's been uh, kind of what's been my mental energy has really been there uh, this uh, last week or so which has been great. That's great. I mean, so it's so, I mean, we all kind of know this, but it's, it makes such a difference when you're doing something you really love doing. And then, you know, the, the opposite is true as well. Like when you're doing something that is really draining on you and you, you're just not looking forward to it and you're feeling, I don't know, maybe you're feeling guilty that you haven't done it and you need to do it. Like it's such a big <laughs> difference. Um, yeah. So it's awesome. You got three newsletters in the pipeline, like the draft. Yeah, like they're not they're they're not done, but like I got topics locked, got ideas. locked in, yeah, yeah. and I've put stuff in there, and that's the sort of thing that I think when I very first started the newsletter, I wrote down like some ideas in like I don't know like a Notion document that I was using at the time, and then I quickly just like abandoned that and just started winging it every week, and so I never, I feel like the excitement I have right now 
I haven't ever quite had that before. And so it feels really nice. I'm like really excited for the future of the newsletter right now and just sort of like thinking of what other things I can do with it. And amazing. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's been great to be able to kind of uh, focus on that. Yeah. Also, you mentioned the Dew app. Just for people who don't know what the Dew app is, so it's D-U-E. I use it as well. It's one of my most favorite apps. And when I get a new phone or whatever, it's probably the first app I download. Massive plug for Dew, but I love it. It's basically a (laughs) reminders app. The difference is that it will nag you. So you say, I need to do, like, I need to write my newsletter by 10 a.m. on Saturday or whatever. If you snooze that, it will remind you again 10 minutes later. And you can set the duration of the reminders, but it basically just keeps nagging you until you do it. And Mm -hmm. I have the same rule as you, which is never dismiss due. Like I can snooze it, but never fully dismiss it until it's actually done. Even if it's the smallest thing, like go water the plants or whatever. I I have a lot of reminders to make sure my life doesn't go (laughs) off track, but it might be like water the plants every week. And even if I'm on my way to put the water in the plant, I would not dismiss that notification until it's fully done because then I know for sure that I haven't let something slip. Like I literally, it has to be done fully and then I will dismiss it. And that is kind of my safety net because otherwise my life would be like a wreck. (laughs) I think for me, like the thing I do with do is it's only things that are absolutely essential. Like not the things that are, it's not an aspirational app. Like I don't put things in there that, oh, I wish I did this thing more. And so I'm going to put it, it's like, no, no, no. this is a thing that has to be done. Like I put in like another one I put in is taking the garbage out to the curb. Like that happens every single week. I can't forget to do it. And so it goes in do because it is a must that I can't just like, it's not the sort of thing that you're, you're going to be snoozing for days and days and weeks and weeks because it like, it has to happen. It's timely. Yeah. There is an urgency to it. Mm-hmm. If there's something bigger then I would, like if it's an event, maybe we're going on a tangent, but just really <laughs> quick, like here's how I manage my stuff. So if it's an event, it goes in my calendar. If there's a start time, and an end time and it's an event like this podcast is an event it's in my calendar and then I have reminders which are the things that go in due so they're not necessarily like a a big event like watering the plants is not an event Mm -hmm. but it's something I need to do every couple of weeks otherwise my plants are going to die so it's still important but it's not a big event but it's still timely that goes in due but I like your point where Like you don't want to put too many things in because then the importance of it gets diminished. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be nagged like every second of the day because you put 20 reminders in, then you won't want to do them. Right. The second that the notifications from that app become noise, then I've lost, then I'm in real trouble. Kind of like you said, like it's essential for like a few of those things that if I don't do them, it's going to be bad news for my life. So I'm very like, I have a really high barrier for what, or high threshold for what gets allowed into that app. Cause it's, it's like a sacred app of like, I'm only going to allow these few things because if I add too many things, then it'll spoil the whole bunch. Like it'll ruin everything in there if I add too much. So it's just like very, very, very specific things that are timely. And then I just, yeah, kind of follow the strict rule, like never dismiss. You can snooze it, but you cannot dismiss until it's absolutely done. Even if I'm in the middle of doing it, then I snooze it and then I mark it done when it's 100% done. And that's kind of one thing that has worked. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I guess I missed a few steps too. So you got like cal- I've got my calendar for the big things, and then there's like the to dos, and then there's the reminders. Right. Yeah. So yeah, what do you use for to dos? Yeah. So for to dos, I use Notion. So Notion's like my master, like catch all for my projects and all my to dos. And in Notion, I have like dates as well. So if there's a to do like today, that will have a date on it. So it'll come up in my Notion that it has to be done today. And then, of course, I use Llama Life, of course. <laughs> so I basically take my tasks from Notion and then when I want to focus on them, I put them in Llama Life because mm-hmm. that's just about what you need to do right now, today, and you want to focus on it. And then I have my reminders. So it kind of goes in that order, calendar for big events, to-dos, and the to-dos can have a date on them and a time, but they're not like an event. It's like it's a smaller thing, a smaller unit, a task. And then I have Llama Life for the focus session. And then I have reminders, which tend to be like these really tiny things that are still important, Mm -hmm. but I don't want to put my reminder to water the plants in my to-do list because my to-do list will just get crazy then and (laughs) overwhelming. It will get overwhelming. So I like separating things out into different apps for different purposes. Mm -hmm. I guess there's different approaches. Some people like one app for everything, but I'm like, no, I actually need that separation. And I prefer apps that do one thing really well, which is kind of the philosophy I take for Llama Life too is like we don't want to make it into an app that does every single thing we're very laser focused on making an app to help you focus and that's his sole purpose and you can create features around that but its purpose is singular mm-hmm. and I love I love singular products I love them like that's just I feel like you can do it better because you have that focus if you try and do the kitchen sink in an app like everything, then it's really, it's all mediocre and it's like not done well. Yeah, there's this like semi-famous speech from Steve Jobs where I believe it's right around the time he gets back to Apple, where he, he came back to Apple and he's talking to a lot of the like managers and engineers and everything. And he's talking about how the biggest thing that Apple's has been suffering from is lousy management and no focus. So mm. he's talking about how like the engineers here are great And they're all doing, you know, like 18 different things and they're doing those things well, but it's just like too much. Like there's no focus, like focus is about saying no. And when you say yes to like these 18 different things, it becomes kind of a mess. And so a big thing that he did that really kind of upset a lot of people at the time was he just started like, you know, chopping block, just started cutting off. Like, we're not going to do this anymore. We're not going to do that anymore. We're not going to do that anymore. We're going to focus in on these core kind of things. And I, I can't remember right now, but I, I think he had like three or four like pillars of like, these are the three or four things that Apple's gonna do. I think like music, like iPod was one of them. And then there's like a few others. And he was like, this is all we're gonna do now. We're gonna cut off all, cause they were doing, at the time, they were doing trying to do so many different things. They're just like across the entire field of computing. And, you know, you might say nowadays they're kind of back there a little bit, but they're obviously being pretty successful at what they're doing. But I think that's so important, the idea of, like you're saying, I I love that too. I love apps. Like we were just singing the praises of of the Do app. It does that one thing. Like it, it would be so easy. I'm sure like there's temptation of like, it'd be so easy to add like a million features to that. But the features that it has is basically the same thing it had, I don't know how long it's been around. I feel like it's been 10, 15 years, like since the iPhone came out almost. It was like, as soon as the iPhone added native apps, this is one of the early ones that came out, I believe. And I've been using it since then. And it's basically got no new features because it just does that one thing so well. And I think that's uh, really important. And I love apps that do that really well, that kind of like singularly focus on one thing like that. 
Yeah, definitely. And, and, and I love what you said about like the, you know, saying no, saying no to things and the amount of effort that's involved. And we're actually doing exactly that. What you just described with Steve Jobs is we're trying to take that approach with Llama Life at the moment because we're a small team at the moment. So it's just me and one other person which means our time is really constricted and we need to prioritize what we focus on. And we have a lot of things that we want to do and all of them are legit. Like they all need to be done. They're all important in some way, Mm. but if we try and do all of them, we will not do any of them well. So last week, I think it was last week or maybe the week before, we had this massive session where we, we wrote down everything and we're prioritizing like, okay, well, we think these few things are what we want to do in quarter one. But even from that list, we're like, okay, for the things in quarter one, like what are the things that we really need to focus on in the first couple of weeks? So we're kind of doing sprints and SEO is something that we're focusing on right now. So we talked about that on the pod last week, but we kind of have this thing where like, if you think about a curve, like a think about a graph and on the X axis, you've got time. And then on the Y axis, you've got amount of effort, Mm -hmm. right? And then if you think about sort of like this bell curve happening on a particular task that you're doing, you could have the same amount of effort. So that's the the volume underneath the line. That's the amount of effort. You can have the same amount of effort and you can spread it out over time, which means that your curve is kind of long and very flat. That's one way to do it. The other way is to say, I want like this concentrated burst of effort mm. and I want to do it a short amount of time. So that means your your curve is suddenly very, very steep. It's like it goes up rapidly and then it comes down rapidly. The big difference, I think, is if you picture there's another line going through the graph, like another horizontal line, which is like an impact line, if you have a lot of effort in a short amount of time, you might actually break through that impact line. Mm -hmm. And that could be the thing that makes the difference between, say, your product going viral or you suddenly getting a lot of revenue from a particular piece of effort you put in. But if you spread that effort out over time, which means – the effort is lower, but it's spread out. You might not actually break through and have any impact, which is so much worse because you spent the same amount of effort, but it didn't break through. So that effort is potentially just wasted, like completely wasted. You still spent the <laughs> right. same amount of effort. So that's kind of how we're thinking at the moment is like, what are these things that we can do that we're going to do a concentrated burst of effort on? Hopefully they break through and then we're going to move on to the next thing versus trying to divide our time and attention on multiple things and they're all mediocre then and they none of them break through. And right. then you look back and you go, all oh, that was wasted. Well, not 100% wasted, but wasted in the point that it didn't make a big impact. Right. It was like, it, it's almost like there was that potential there that just kind of got squandered because it yep. wasn't concentrated. Yes. Yeah. I, th- I think the way you're talking about that too really aligns a lot with what it's like having ADHD. Like those kind of like, slow and steady and consistent sort of things. I hate doing that. It just, it like doesn't work with my brain. Like my brain enjoys like embracing kind of that sprint mentality. And so like jumping from kind of like, I'm going to focus on this for a while. And then now I'm going to move over and focus on that. Like that kind of leaning into the excitement, I think really works for the way, you know, people with ADHD were, were motivated by kind of the urgency and the interest and all of that, that kind of comes from that concentrated thing of like oh man i'm gonna dive into this like fully and really like try and make this as amazing as i can in this whatever time frame uh it is so i think that makes sense regardless but then it's almost like an extra bonus of like oh hey and if you have adhd it kind of 
aligns really well with the way that your motivation works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's more instant gratification too. If you put more effort in in a short amount of time, like you feel the satisfaction of completing it and potentially getting some reward from it. Yeah. There's always a balance. Like, you know, we're sort of talking extremes here. There's always a balance right. between, but, you know, conceptually – that's kind of what we're going for at the moment is these high concentrated bursts. And let's see how that plays out. It also helps me with focus, like that singular focus. And that makes a huge difference to me because, you know, I think about my mental effort or headspace as a hundred percent pie. And there's only so many things that can go into that pie. And if there's <laughs> multiple things, it's just going to divide it up. Like I, it's not like I have more mental energy or effort. There's a certain limit. I can't just generate more. Like there is a certain cap to how much headspace I've got. And if there's too many things in there, it's just gonna it's just gonna divide up the attention I can place on any one thing. So that's kind of what we're trying to do at the moment. Yeah, totally. Like that really lines up with, so we talked about our themes before and I talked about my theme for this year being launch. And one thing I think we didn't talk about as much is like, well, hey, if I'm launching stuff, where's that magic time coming from? Because like launching new, launching new things is gonna take up a lot of that time and energy and kind of mental focus and things like that. Mm -hmm. And so I've been kind of wrestling with that over the last couple of weeks as like, I think we said before the extra focus, like moving to Substack was not planned. It sort of like snuck up on me as like, oh, this actually is a really good thing to do. And so I like jumped in and did that because of launch. Like I remember we were DMing on Twitter and you had like even said hashtag launch when I was like talking about considering this. I'm like, yeah, this is what I, this is my theme for this year. I'm going to just dive in and try out this new thing. Um, and one thing that's sort of come up through that is like, well, if I have this new way that I want, you know, people that are able to and want to support me like financially, like this is now kind of where I want to direct people uh, to do it through Substack, like this sort of like singular focus. And through that, that means like I kind of decided that I wanted to I've been running a Patreon. I don't kind of talk about it much because it's kind of small and it almost is like this like thing that kind of hangs over my head of like or like hangs around my neck or whatever the metaphor around is. Around your neck. Wow, that's um <laughs> that 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 really describes how you feel about it. <laughs> it's amazing that people signed up to like support me and stuff. Like I don't take that for granted at all. That's like super appreciate that. But the level was it was small enough that I couldn't justify putting much time into it. So I just like felt guilty and bad all the time that I'm like, here are these people that are supporting me and I'm really not doing much for them because the time I have, I want to be able to be affecting the most people possible. So I want to be like giving it out for free. And like, that's why I like putting it into the newsletter. Cause then that's going out to thousands of people that can see it versus the like 30 or so people that are doing Patreon. So it made it really hard to, prioritize. And then that made me feel really guilty. Like I'm not living up to, not that I promised them much of anything, but it was just like the guilt of like, I wanted to be doing more and I couldn't. And so I decided this week, and I kind of had been thinking about this already moving to Substack. I decided this week to like send out a message to all the people that have been supporting me through Patreon and let them know that I'm going to be shutting that down because like the Steve Jobs thing. And like we've been talking about, like I need to say no to some things. And that was kind of one obvious area where like it should have been bringing me energy and joy that people are supporting me. But for whatever reason, it wasn't. It was just making me feel guilty and bad that I wasn't able to 
properly give them, I don't know, the attention or whatever that maybe they deserve. So I, I ended up sending everyone on that was supporting me through Patreon, like just like a big, a thank you message, letting them know that I was shutting it down. And I gave them, I don't know if people want it or not, but I gave them, if you want, you can get like, here's like 90 days to do a free for the Substack. But it's one of those things where it's like, once I did that, once I sent that message, it was like instant like relief of like, oh, like, yeah, like, like I said, around the neck, it's no longer around the neck. It's no longer like this weight that's been, that's like, where I just feel sort of this like latent guilt in the back of my head of like, oh, should I do something for them? But I don't have time to do that. So that's been one area that I've been able to kind of like say no, that's helped me feel better about launching other things uh, going forward this year. You got back a certain percentage of your headspace pie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think you made the right decision. If you're feeling that immediate sense of relief, then it's the right decision. It's almost like the you know, the Marie Kondo thing, you know, several years ago about sparking joy. It's like, well, mm-hmm. does this thing spark joy for you? Are you enjoying what you're doing it? And I think the other important thing is that with your work, you have a body of work. You have so many different projects going on. It's not like you don't have other things that you could redirect your attention and focus to. If right, you didn't, yeah. probably like maybe rethink, like it's something you have, like can you expand it? But but you have so many other things. So I think it makes sense to start focusing on the ones that you really enjoy and that could potentially be more of a business as well. Right. Yeah. Cause it would be one thing if I had like hundreds of supporters and I was making like mm-hmm. thousands of dollars through it, then it's like, well, I need to figure out how I can like treat that well or give that the energy or time that it deserves. But it was mm-hmm. like a small piece of the revenue pie or whatever it is, but a larger piece of the mental space pie. And so yes. like that that equation just didn't add up and I wasn't excited about it. So it was just like all these things was like it it's all trending kind of in the wrong direction for me. And it makes sense to say no to that. And there's there's kind of a few other things as I'm thinking about things that I want to do this year. Like I talked about wanting to do 12 YouTube videos, this, you know, one, one per month oh, yeah. um, like, and we're already halfway through January and I'm like, uh Oh, um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to get one out. <laughs> Can I put some money on this? I would like to place a bet, like a live. Bet don't bet TV. against me. Don't bet against me. <laughs> no, but like it should, it's, it should be encouraging you. It's an like incentive. The intention is that it's an encouragement to get it done. But let me think. So like <laughs> my bet, my bet is that it's going to be more like 12 videos in November, November, December. I'll give you two months, 12 videos in November, December, but I would love you to prove me wrong. I think I'm going to make it quarterly. So like I, my personal, um, uh, intention is to get three done every quarter. So by the end of March have posted three new, new videos. And so we'll kind of see how that goes. And I think I'm excited about saying no to some stuff. Like I said, I've close down the Patreon thing, which was a small bit. And there's some other things that have been, I haven't made any firm decisions yet, but there's other things that I'm considering also saying no to, at least for a while, taking pause on or whatever it might be. And I think that's going to really free me up to focus and be able to kind of launch the things that I really want to put my time and energy in. And this, the sort of stuff that I feel makes an impact because that the work I do, I think is what's really important to me is helping other people with ADHD. Like that's so much a big part of what I'm about is like, how can I help the most people 
and what am I excited about doing? Because then I'm going to be able to do both. Like I'm trying to see like where do all the things like align and if I can also like add a third thing of making money while doing it, like that's like the trifecta of like helping the most people, I'm enjoying it and I'm like earning from it. That's that's kind of my goal. And that's I think why the Substack has really excited me because that's kind of m matching those three. And so I'm hoping that like YouTube will be that as well. And it's weird because I've always had a really hard time saying no, but I have like some things that I feel like it makes sense to pause this. It makes sense to move on from that. And that's going to give me that energy to really lean into the things that I, that I think have a lot of potential for this year. I think that's a good plan. I love the self-reflection as well. I think we need to do that more every now and again. Like we just check in, mm -hmm. see if we're enjoy we're still enjoying doing what we're doing. And if not, we definitely have to reassess because yeah, I mean, life's too short and you can't help other people if you're not helping yourself. Like if you're not enjoying it, you mm -hmm. won't have the stamina to continue it. And, and it'll eventually show in your work. If you're not fully enjoying or embracing something, I think people can tell. I'm not saying that that's happened to you yet, but like you, you're obviously identifying that it, it could. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you're doing something about it. Yeah. There's, there's certain things that if I'm not enjoying it, like I may think that I'm faking it well, but probably not. Like it's going to show up and it's going to be obvious to people that like, you can just tell when someone's kind of lost the passion for something, mm -hmm. even if there's like very obvious signs you can point to, like you can just, you can just kind of tell like when someone's not in it, there's like a vibe, there's an energy that I think people pick up on. And so, yeah, I'm excited to lean into the things where I've got the positive energy going. That's great. Um, just looking at the time as well. We kind of, that, that kind of <laughs> crept up really quickly, but we're, we're kind of coming to the end of the episode. So Maybe we should wrap up here. We had a couple of other things to talk about, but we can we can push those to next week. Yeah. What are you working on this week? What am I working? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, actually, this week I'm really kind of focused on my book because that's one of those things where I really need to get it done. And so I'm going to be spending some time. Um, actually, I signed up for a, a writing course. Speaking of like, I probably don't really have time to do this, but it was a, a writing course that excited me like, oh, that sounds cool. And I know that that'll kind of give me that positive energy. And so much, again, like with ADHD for me is like managing that positive momentum and that positive energy. And so for me, I know that like, just like watching a little bit of this writing course is gonna get me excited about diving back into my book. So I got the course that I'm gonna start doing a little bit and then hopefully really do take a big run at getting this book closer and closer so I can finally uh, release this thing. So that's that's kind of my primary focus in addition to working on kind of, you know, the newsletter and uh, Polar Habits. So yeah, how about you? What's your big focus for the week? Well, we're we're just finishing off some of the SEO work, which was sort of creating that, that template page for, you know, examples on how you could use Llama Life, like these templates on how you can use Llama Life. Yeah, yeah. That's going really well. It took a little bit longer than expected, which is pretty much always the case, but <laughs> I'm happy with how that's working out. We're doing more on analytics at the moment. So it's kind of deep diving on like what is happening and what features are related to retention. So a big, a big challenge with a lot of these SaaS products. And I, you know, I think we've talked about this on previous episodes too, is that retention or that leaky bucket that you might have with your product and your customers kind of coming in, but also just leaving. And we're trying to really study that at the moment to figure out 
you know, why the leaky bucket is happening. There's always going to be some kind of leak. That's just, that's mm. just churn. That, that is, that is going to happen, but it's about reducing the amount of churn or reducing the amount that's leaking out. So we're trying to figure out, you know, for the people who are staying, like what is making them stay? Like what features are making them stay? Like, is there a, a relationship between the usage of certain features and the people that pay for the product and stay? And right. then also conversely, like for the people that leave, what is making them leave? Like clearly there's something lacking, like it's not doing what it needs to. The product is not doing what it needs to for those people. So we're really trying to focus on that at the moment because we could pour more volume into this bucket. We could try and go viral and advertise more, but but if it's just going to leak out, you know, you're kind of wasting that. So we're, right. we're focusing on, on retention at the moment and trying to understand that. And depends what we find, but we'll probably create some to-dos and some tasks off of that insight. Right. So that's that's basically what we're doing next week. And I'm kind of excited because we've got more customers and more sort of data to look at now. Yeah, so we're, yeah. we can be guided a little bit more by that versus before was more like gut feel. I always think gut feel is still important though. It's a bit of a, it's a mix of both things. You need both. Yeah, totally agree. Looking forward to next week. Have a good week and um, catch you next week. Yeah, hopefully your your voice will be a little bit back at the uh, normal range for you. <laughs> it wasn't too bad. It, it wasn't, wasn't too, bad. too bad. I'm just giving you a hard time. Cool. <laughs> All, All right, right. I'll see you next week. Okay, cool. I'll see you then.